Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. My name is Nachum Siegel, and every week we get an opportunity to revisit some of the great guests we've had on JM in the AM. Recently, Shlomo Katz joined us for an amazing and incredible conversation, uh, a conversation that included uh, some very interesting talk and some wonderful live music. Shlomo Katz, a recent guest on JM in the AM, now on JM Rewind on the Nachum Siegel Network. Go to Facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. Facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. Shlomo Katz is in studio on a very special Monday morning. A song Shlomo Katz has not heard in about 10 years or so. Boker Tov, Chaver. Boker Tov, Reb Nachum. Oh, it was great to see you. Great, great being here. I don't want to play any music. I want to schmooze with you for the next hour. Schmooze? <laughs> I'm with you. You're not into the music either. You want to schmooze. To you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, you said to me off the air... That it's, it feels to you like you just finished playing, because just about three, four hours ago or somewhere in that area, you literally did finish playing. And where was that? Where'd that happen? Um, did you, did Fairfield, you... New Jersey. Fair... Fairfield, New Jersey. Fairfield, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I didn't S- know there was a chaver there. Yeah. <laughs> a special, special year. A dear chaver of mine, Ephraim Kuttner. Uh, his daughter got married last night. Mazel tov. And uh, I came out just to do, not even the the after party, <laughs> the, the, the late po- night. The post-wedding the post-wedding. celebration. <laughs> she just wanted, he wanted hard nigunim just to get dvikas, a tish. And the people stick around? Were they into I, it? I, honestly, they were I, I didn't know if they, they were. They were Baruch Hashem. Wow. It was really special. So that just literally ended just a few hours ago. Yeah. And here you are, and we're so glad. We've been looking forward to this for so Me long. Too. So Me thank too. you so much. And, um... So, first of all, we should tell everybody what's going on. Uh, you're here. It, 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 can we say it's a rarity for you to be in the U.S.? These days, point? yeah. yeah. I tra- I'm traveling less. And is days. that because of the shul? That is because of the synagogue in Efrat that you now lead? I would say it's more because of my four, five angels at home. Sorry. Right. <laughs> you have a lot of angels at home. <laughs> I have four daughters. Right. And uh, at this time in life, it just feels best to, to be traveling less. But when I do... To try to give, make the most of it. So it's less these days, especially to the States, but I'm here now. Right. And it also seems to us that when you do take off from your family in synagogue, you're heading a lot to Europe and Russia. Right. You're spending a lot of time, it seems, at the, at the, at the place, at the permanent resting places. I'm trying to put this in the right way. The permanent resting places of some Hasidic giants of yesteryear. Would that be a good description of how you're spending a lot of your time? That's pretty accurate. Meaning, when we do do when we do right. do these journeys, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. And when you're on those journeys, the bulk of the time is at those resting places. Like oh, the- that's all. I mean, that's what we. That's go. what you do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, there's nothing to all see. Right, so, in we have, so, we, so we have to talk about that. We, we have to talk about that. But first, did you need a shul? I mean, you're a busy guy, right? You're a busy guy. With a full schedule and people all over Israel and many other parts of the world who love to invite you and sing with you, uh, at some point, how long ago was it that you started the show? Officially, the show started probably about seven years ago. And, and this is in Efrat. It's in Efrat, my in, neighborhood, yeah. In, in the Zayat neighborhood in, of Efrat. In the it's called Shirat David. And are, are there other synagogues in Zayat? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Efrat, Efrat's become massive. There's nearly 13,000 residents now. Wow. Efrat's huge. People always say, "Oh, do you know?" Right. Like, yeah, okay. It's not like it's not 1987 anymore. You know? And 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 how did this start? Were you were you were you uh, recruited by somebody to start a shul? I was. Or? I didn't. I didn't actually start it. I moved to a block where a lot of my friends started diving together. They formed this minion. It was a basement minion. It was a wandering minion. And we found a little bit of a permanent home, and it was a natural, uh, organic 
evolution, I guess, of just finding some Nakuda that's shaykh to me, I guess. And I didn't know. And, and like you said, do I, did I need it? I mean, <laughs> right. I, You're a busy guy. I was like, thank God I have a Rebbe, Rev Moshe Weinberg. And I was discussing with him for a long time, every step of the way. And he said to me a, a startling statement that stuck till today. And I try to remind myself this all the time. And he said, greater than a person doing what they feel they're good at or what they want to do in this world is to do what you're needed for. Mm. When they both mesh together, that's the best in the world. And that's the sense of like, um, I think that it's just what's needed. I think some kind of passionate manhigut leadership and together with the best of friends. And that's what's been happening and it's been been dreamy. And and it seems to me that as much as one might think that it's the music that makes the shul, it's not really. It seems more the Torah study is what makes the shul. It's the, it's and con- I met yeah. some congregants of yours at Yom NCSY who stopped me as I was leaving that night. And they're, and they're saying to and they, they recognize me, we're getting to a conversation, and they're saying to me, you just, you just have to visit once to see the experience we're having. I'm like, and I'm saying to myself, these are like regular balabata. These are, these are not, you know, people who, you know, these, these are not very Just high. say it. They're not hippies. Exactly. Just say that's, it. What I, that's what I was trying to say, right? They're like, these are real, you know, like balabata chef rot. You know, it's not. It's, they're real people. They're, they inspire me daily. They're, it's something that, that the Nishama is calling out for you that, that says, we want to keep on making aliyah. As simple as it is. Aliyah is not a one-time thing that when I chose to leave Cleveland, Chicago, L.A., New York, I want to keep on making Aliyah. What could I ask for more than that, to be, to be surrounded by people that actually have that desire? Numbers-wise, does the shul keep growing? Oh, we, we're maxed out. Be, but thank God we finally have a lot, we have a lot now that we're going to start building. Hopefully the shovel will be in the ground literally in the next two months. So, so it's the largest congregation in the last seven years. It's the largest well, it's been. It, it keeps on growing. Yeah, yeah. Right now we're approximately eighty something families, but there's nowhere to move anymore. So we're we're, we're going. We're going for it. And you're the rabbi. I, I still, you know, you keep on saying that. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Am <That's>, I the <laughs> rabbi? <laughs> Hopefully, I'm a good friend to them. And know? and and again, I'm just curious, schedule wise, because you know this stuff intrigues me. Are you there most Shabbatot? Yes, you're there I, most actually, of the time. The last, it's been a conscious shift that I'm there. Yeah, and I also think that you know, for my children. Kvias, consistency, right. is really the best thing for them, for, for anybody, but definitely right now in our lives. So that's been a huge bracha. Unbelievable. Yeah. Shlomo Katz is here. By the way, Billy Einhara, and you know I mean that. I mean, I see your children on Facebook. They look, <laughs> they look like such happy children. Is it possible to be that happy living in the West Bank? Is oh, it possible? The settler, the <laughs> you, settler. Can a settler be happy when they're when they're so angry with the rest of the world? You know, these kids, <laughs> these kids. Thank God, look like their ima. Chazde Hashem. Thank <laughs> Hashem. And uh, the home that my wife has created and enables this the, the, the simcha sachaim to really keep on flowing. Right, and again, not to you would never do this. You would never criticize or analyze another Jewish neighborhood in this world in a negative fashion, but there is something special. You know, I joke about Settlers, West Bank, etc., but there's something special about raising a family there that, that we just would not understand, correct? You said it, yeah. Right. We wouldn't <laughs> um, get it. I'll give you an example. My my daughter, when my oldest daughter, Tifer, she comes home from Ghan approximately, she's now nine, so about like five years ago, six years ago. And she says, Abba, I want to sing a new song that we learned in Gantri. She says, okay, great. So she starts, you know, children get very serious when they learn a new song. Right. So she gets very serious. And 
she starts singing a song that I was so happy that they taught her in Gan. Why? It's one of my favorite Chaim David Nigunim, the Seven Shepherds. Right. Avram, right. Avinu, everyone knows that one. Shivat Aroim. Shivat Aroim. So as she gets to the, you know, the end of the song, it goes through each one. And then it ends by saying, David Melech Yisrael, Malka Meshicham. So those that are listening and not watching us, just imagine my finger, I'm pointing my, she's pointing her finger. She goes like this, David Melech Yisrael, Malka Meshicham. Very emphatic. I, I couldn't understand, like, because usually when you go like this, right. this is like, like you're chiding. You know, no, no, no. Right. This is like a, you know, someone, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. I didn't want to say anything like Tiferet. I don't know. Maybe you got the hand gestures mixed up or something, but <laughs> shh, we didn't say anything. Anyway, she comes home again the next day and she wants to sing it again. And I was like, okay, probably this time she's not going to do the hand gesture again because she'll realize it's not Shaykh. But she does it again. David Melech Yisrael happens again the next day. So finally, I just very sweetly said to, you know, Tiffy, I don't know. Like, why are you going no, 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 whenever you say David Melech Yisrael Malka Mashicham? So just to picture this, we're in, we're in our living room, and she moves me away from the window so she could look at the backyard, which is Beit Lechem, and she says, Abba, no, she's pointing to where David Melech was born. David Melech is, you know, I grew up in Pico Robertson. I, I couldn't right. point anywhere to say, you know, of <laughs> Mavinu. Was <laughs> That's what it's like. Wow. That's what it's like. All your children were born in Israel. Oh, Hashem in Yerushalayim. In Yerushalayim. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Nachum Single Network. Shlomo Katz is here. We're going to try to get to some music, but like I said. <laughs> oh, and let me tell everybody listening and watching that you have a very busy schedule. Tonight, you're in Teaneck, New Jersey. Yeah. And you know how holy Teaneck is. Uh, it's quite a place. Yeah, like a Teaneck. Uh, do you know exactly where? Or, or um, Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Okay, so let us know. That's tonight, Teaneck, New Jersey. Tuesday yeah. morning, tomorrow, you're at a women's event in Woodmere. That's yeah. That's tomorrow morning. Right. Tomorrow night, you're you're again in Woodmere, uh, an event for everybody. Right. That's happening tomorrow night. And then this coming Shabbos, you'll be in L.A., yeah. which, is a, it, which is certainly dear to your heart. It's your hometown. Very much. And then on Sunday night, before you leave back to Aretz, you'll be in Chicago, Illinois. So right. people, I assume, go to your website or be in touch with yeah. you on Facebook. They'll find out exactly... Yeah where all of this is happening. So it's a full-fledged tour for Shlomo Cats. And again, not a criticism, but it, it seems that there are, there are certain personalities in the Jewish world that are doing these women's trips, women's inspirational, et cetera. You're one of them. You're one of them. That, that The trips I mentioned earlier, you're actually doing trips for women. I, I, mean, I assume there Some are them, women right. who coordinate with right. you, you know, the, the entire trip. Of course. What is it that they are seeking out different from the men that's so... That, you know that 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 I guess intersects with your message. There's a tremendous uh, awakening by women to find their place again within, obviously, the proper context of being able to express their spirituality, express their hitkavut Lashem. and Baruch Hashem. There seems to be, especially in our community, it's the women that are learning every single day. They're learning. We have shurim for women every day, and it our came community from them. Ephrat. And Ephrat. But what we what's happening now is that. We started to set up satellite chaburas of women. That's where I'm going to tomorrow morning of a group of women uh, that are learning with us uh, through our women's chabura in Eretz Yisrael. Thousands of miles away. It's we call it the Zuckerberg Yeshiva. So you're going to see them live and in person tomorrow. Bezrat Hashem, right. yeah, tomorrow morning. But like what Mark Zuckerberg really did with Facebook, right. he enabled. <laughs> Look at the yeshiva he built. Huh? Base Mark, yeah, it's it's a it's a big thing, and we're utilizing it as much as possible. If he only knew the schlusim he had, uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and when you travel, 
do they also find it intriguing and inspirational to be at the final resting places of Hasidic giants of yesteryear? They're learning about them a lot, every, almost every day. But for some, the experience takes on a different meaning when you're obviously when you're. When Why you're there do I in think that men might relate to that better? Am I wrong? Is that is that a terrible assumption on my part? Maybe I, I don't. I'm not sure it's accurate, but I would I would I would understand why you would think. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'm just used to it. I'm used. I to, think that's know. why. I think that's why. Right. But the 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 that happens more than just what happens with them by the tzaddikim amongst themselves, the, the 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 language, the talk. There's no cynicism. There's no sarcasm. There's there's real like let's talk about what are we doing here in this world right. amongst themselves. That that to me is the is one of the most tremendous achievements that the learning and the kehila has brought them together. Right. Plus, of course, the the uh, observation. I, I believe it's the klayakar, right? Nashim mechavavos es haaretz is haaretz. I forgot how exactly he puts it. That women have this affinity and love for Eretz Yisrael that men will never have. It's an amazing klayakar that that it's the end of uh, it's the end it's of uh, baloscha. It's baloscha. It's a balshlach where right. Moshe Rabbeinu. What's the smichas parshias of uh, of the Meraglim two? Miriam and Aaron speaking about Moshe Rabbeinu. Right. So the Kliyaka says such a Torah today. I mean, pe- people. If he said it today, people yeah. would have. He <laughs> says, "Why would why did, why was Miriam why what, 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 Miriam why was she so angry at Moshe Rabbeinu? What was Aaron, Miriam and Aaron having with Moshe Rabbeinu? Is that they knew that if Moshe Rabbeinu was still married to Tzipora, because by then they were already mufrash, they were right. already separated. Is that if they were still married, if he was still married to, to Tzipora? Miriam said, Moshe Rabbeinu would have come to the conclusion that he would have sent female Miraglos and not Miraglim. And they would never have done what the Miraglim did. Boom. Boom. Because of that deep connection to Aretz that they have that we do not have. There's a different level there. Something else is going on. Boom. Very nice. You must be inspired by that. Tremendously. Both the men and women of your community inspire you. Everybody. Tremendously. Shlomo Katz is here. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. Right now, go to Facebook.com slash NachumSiegel Network to see this conversation. I know you have your guitar. I insisted you bring it. we got to do some music, but there's so much I want to talk to you about. Um, where did you discover the magic, don't know if it's the right word, of the Hasidic Rebbeim. Is this a, a Kalbach thing? Is this because as I your family does not strike me as a deeply Hasidic family from its beginnings. Am I right about that? The truth is well the beginning what which beginnings? My <laughs> father and my mother? We come from my mother's side, we actually come. I'm a direct oh. anacle of the Chidusharim. Ah, so there is something but, there. Yeah, but but my mother's maiden name is Warshaviak. Warshavik is a big name in Ger. But that's not really what lit the spark. It was one million percent Rib Shlomo. In the in, in in its core. But for the last uh, 15, 16 years, it's been, it's been, that torch has been just lit day after day by Rebusha Weinberger. Right. And then from then on, it's just like, I don't know, wherever you go, that seems to be, it seems to be what's happening. So by Weinberger gets more credit, if there's such a thing, than the Hasidic Sfarim, than the Hasidic holy books, like, because mm. you're spending a lot of time with the holy books, yeah. right? I don't know how to, I don't right. know how to <laughs> calculate. It, they're, but, they're both factors. I mean, it's all, it. yeah. Yeah. Right. And how did you meet Ryan Moshe Weinberger? The show, well, this is great. This is a great story. Remember pre-Google days? Like, does anyone remember like such a thing? It was Yahoo. <laughs> right. I was determined to figure out if anyone else in the world spoke about Ishbitz, famous Hasidish dynasty, sure. that oh, I only heard Reb Shlomo speak about. So I typed in, the, I, in Yahoo, Ishbitz, 
I don't know what spelling it was. It brought me to this place, this rabbi, and a place called Five Towns. I didn't know if that was in America or I, I'm an LA boy. I had no idea right. what that even meant. But there was a place to buy to order. Remember cassettes? Those, I remember cassettes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I ordered these cassettes of this rabbi teaching Ishbitz, and I was learning from them, and I it was blown away by it. And a few years later, the shul brought me in to open up for Chaim David. It's like 16 years ago. Wow. And when I walked into, and the president of the shul, who today is just a malach in my life, Azriel Gans, picked me up from Newark Airport at that 4.30 a.m. flight, and we're driving back on a Friday morning to Woodmere, and he says, you know, if we get if we get there in time, we'll catch Rebbe's last few minutes of Piasetz Nashir. I'm thinking there's four hippies in the corner that know of the Eish Kodesh that are going to come to learn with him. I walk into the Bismajish. Places mobbed, packed, six in the morning. Balabatim, Shayashiv, Chevre, all types of Eden, drinking from the fountain of what seemed to be just the clearest, most passionate reservoir of depth by Reb Moshe in the front. And when someone, Israel, brought me to come and meet him afterwards, I felt like I met part of myself. And I knew, like, Matsasi es Shavanafshi, there was a certain aspect of something I was looking for. In such a desperate way that I said, wow. And you already had this leaning toward Hasidism? Yeah, yeah, You yeah. already had it. Very well, you're, you're searching so. yeah, for it, obviously, yeah. 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 Uh, and so this relationship with Ramosha Weinberger is a long-distance relationship. You you rarely are in the same place he's in, right? Um, only physic- physically right. we're rarely in the same place. But uh, you're always in touch with him. Constantly. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Especially now because we're working on a... Tr- we just finished a tremendous project, which maybe we'll talk about also really soon, from the Ish Kodesh show. And um, and a lot of what goes on in your synagogue that you now lead, you would say, was his influence. Oh, every every step of the way, he held my hand. Every step of the way, I think the reason that you brought what you brought up before women's learning of Panemius is something that he actually instructed me. I remember we were sitting in France, we were at a an event together in Paris, and I said to him that I told him that this is what's happening. I said I want to know like what the first eight says. He's like, make sure the women have shirim and Panemius. I was like, wow, that's the first, and um. He won, and it was very, you know, very clearly that the men are always going to be more inclined to be around things that are, that'll make them more passionate and growth. But if they're growing so much, but the women aren't, you know, understanding that's talking that same lush, and who's winning? So the man's flying, and he's is coming home from shul feeling so hey, and the woman's not there with him. Can't that's not a binyan. The binyan of the house has to be firm, has to be really chazak in its yesodot and its foundations. So that week we started our Shir and Rav Cook, and then it grew to the women asking for more and more. And now we have women's Shirim every single morning. Unbelievable. And for those who don't know, um, your relationship with Rav Shlomo Kalbach was intense. Would that be a good way of putting it? I, I mean, I'd say is intense. It's, it's still intense. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while since I've heard from him. So I don't. Um, <laughs> you know, I was just listening to him, to him and you on the air. Are you serious? I was just listening to. I found I have one, you know, one of the recordings of him and you on the air. You know, even the way he said your name was just like, was such chavivus. Ah, heilige Reb Nachum, Reb Nachum, you know, so genuine, no show, no just. He was something real, the real deal. But but many who are doing the calculations would think that he was already gone by the time you hit a significant age in this whole process. He was. I only saw him or met him. Once or twice as a little kid, once on the plane on the way to Florida, and and I saw him once in Los Angeles as a little kid. 
So it wasn't uh, it wasn't while he was alive. Well, well, one second. The impression is that you're you were very close with his family. The fa- after he was after he passed away. Ah, yeah, yeah. After so those who away. you knew from his family was after he was gone. Yeah, yeah. Even his sister. I remember visiting his sister. She was uh, living in Muncie, Aleha Sholem, Rebetzin Shulamis Levavitz. Yeah, I remember her. Remember, she's the daughter-in-law of Rebbe Yerucham, the, the Mashgiach of Mir. Right. Talk about two worlds. Huh? Plus, his sister-in-law was very active. Sure, yeah. Hadassah, yeah. Did you yeah, know, his, should, did you know, know his twin brother at all? No, because he passed away in 1990. Before his, him. His yard is actually like in next week or in two weeks. Uh, also Rebbe buried Rechaim, in, in Har Menuchot, right? About two rows behind him, yeah. yeah. It's funny, you you, <laughs> you and I connected on his yard site this past year, which was amazing. <laughs> that was pretty wild. You were in the middle of the night at Har Menuchot That's right. with a lot of people. And you gave me the the opportunity, which was so wonderful, to literally tell you some stories yeah, and, and what I, I was remember, thinking about I that remember. night. Because, you know, the, the art side is something. My brother's yard side was his past Shabbos. And the day of the art side is just, it's amazing how these memories come back and the things you think about. Right. And that gave me an opportunity to share with you just some some fun stuff that was always going it was on. Like three, it was like 3.30 in the morning. And for you, it was 3.30 in the morning. It was 3.30 yeah. in the morning. <laughs> the Kevin, and you were about to go somewhere. I know you were flying out. I was flying out. That, yeah, because you caught me at the airport right. afterwards. Yeah, I was flying to... To, to Toronto Isn't just it Shabbos. amazing all these you know, remember he passed away in 1994 isn't it amazing right. how all these years later the, the crowds gather on his yard side at the cemetery it's like massive that? and it, a lot of massive. people who didn't know him I would say 90% of people more than that even they didn't know him absolutely well it's people it's a bunch of kids that were born after he even passed away plenty I didn't realize such a young, oh, yeah. young crowd well young they're already in their you know, early <laughs> good, 20s good you point. know good point <laughs> yeah so there's no one standing there who who you know could could tell these kids about what he was like. Uh, but there's no need for that, you would I don't say. Think, I don't there's a there's a, always a, a need to want you know want to hear Clearishon. But um the truth is I can't tell you exactly because I'm a coin. Right. So I stand on the you know, which is another story. How do you how do you lead right. trips to the Ukraine when you're a coin? <laughs> Whatever, we'll get to that later. But <laughs> so maybe, maybe there are people right by the kid. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I just do my thing in the middle. You know they're calling him who go to Marat HaMachvila, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Also, you, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, I was just there two weeks ago in Miron, and I saw, I think, I, I, I believe I saw Duchening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do we know? Now, why would you go to Miron in Shvat? Why would that happen? But uh, Because my Chavura, our yeah. Chavra, sometimes we need these jolts of like just, you know, days of just injecting ourselves with Gdusha Saaretz. And Miron gives you what? What does it do for you? Oh, Miron, Rabbi Shimon. It was a whole day. We went to see a few tzaddikim, uh, Rev Kluger in Beit Shemesh, who's become a very big mashpia in our lives, and then Rev Yitzchak Ginsburg from Kfar Chabad, you know, Rev Ginsburg. Sure. And then we went from there to Dach Dav Mincha and Meiron, to something there. Any chance you have to be by, by, by these tzaddikim resting places, to connect to their, to their ruach, and to daven, to open the heart, you take advantage of it. See, when I think of Meiron, I think of three hundred thousand. Right, people. right, right. No, no, we don't go. It, it, oh, so you would not? <laughs> I don't. I haven't gone. I don't think I ever went on Lagba Omer, which some would say is a big avera. Like, uh, <laughs> like how could you not? Um, I just, yeah, I'm a, it didn't happen yet. But uh, have you ever visited Kever Yosef? Not yet. Would you like to? I would like to, but there it's actually more. Like, I'm not sure as a coin. Oh, right. If there's anywhere for me to even. I, I forgot about that yeah. uh, situation you're in. Yeah. Wow. I'll yeah. tell you. 
Uh, Shlomo Katz is here. All right, I uh, it's your choice. I could go to another song, give you a minute to rest, or we can go straight to some live music. I don't know what. Uh, uh, if we're here, the guitar singer, let's well, do it. Right? May as well. But any, any requests? What, are, what are you inspired by this morning? It is the month of Adar. I don't know if that at all has any effect on what you want to play for us. Oh, boy. Um, is there a special tefillah? If, is there a special uh, pasuk that yeah. comes to mind? I don't let's know. See. I have a... Let's see, just make sure this... Bring this down and drop. So I have a nigun for for Purim, Shoshana Siakov. Maybe mm. we'll do that one. That's Shaykh. Certainly is. Yeah. Okay. Wow, it's early. It is early. <laughs> Can you do this? What do you think? Yeah, come on. For you, it's still nighttime, right? <laughs> you haven't transitioned yet. <laughs> okay. Good Chodesh. Good Purim. Shoshana Siako, Tahala Vesam Mecha, Biro Sam Yachat, Tchainless Mordechai, Shoshana Siako, Tahala Vesam Mecha, Biro Sam Yachat, Tchainless Mordechai, Shoshana Siako, Tahala Vesam Mecha, Biro Sam Yachat, Tchainless Mordechai, Shoshana Siakot, Allah Vesamecha, Biroi Sam Yachat, Tchelis Mordechai. Tshua Sam, Ayin Salon Etzar, Vesig Vosam, Bechol Dor Vodor. Tshua Sam, Ayin Salon Etzar, Vesig Vosam, Bechol Dor Vodor. Da-da-da-i, da-da-da-i, Hai lai lai de de dai, ai roi 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 de de dai dai dai, ai de de dai dai, ai dai 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 de da la la la, ei da da la la dai, da da la 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 dai, da da la la dai, ai dai da da la la dai, da da la la dai, da da la la dai. Amazing. You sound incredible this morning. I don't know how you do it with all the travel and all the singing. You're able to sound that good. Baruch Hashem. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a compliment. I like that a lot with the Israeli flag hanging over yeah. your right shoulder. I love that. Uh, Shlomo Katz is here, everybody. It's a very special live music alert Monday. You're listening to JM in the AM. Go to Facebook.com slash Nachum Single Network. Ismachmelech be amor, be amor be malko. Ismachmelech be amor, be amor be malko. 
J.M. in the A.M. I remember uh, Shlomo Katz performing that song at Pinach Hama with us back in February of 2016 when we were uh, making an effort at that time to um, show some solidarity with our brothers and sisters in Israel because there were these random stabbing attacks that were going on around Israel. Um, I, I hate to incorporate this type of news into our conversation, but after all, this is what the Jewish people go through on too often a, uh, a time, and that is that today at uh, noon, today at 12 o'clock at the Israeli Consulate, 42nd Street and 2nd Avenue, there'll be a gathering to remember Ori Ansbacher, 19 years old, murdered by a terrorist last week on Thursday. They'll, of course, protest the uh, PA pay-for-slay um, system where they reward terrorists with a monthly stipend for the murder of a Jew. Everyone is encouraged to be there today, 42nd Street, 2nd Avenue in Manhattan, to remember her. And, um, you know, I always talk about, and I, you and I have spoken about this, the collective Jewish pain that the entire Jewish world feels, but, but in a situation like this, you, I mean, th- th- we're talking about a neighbor here. We're talking about somebody who was, uh, who was in Hare Yehuda. So it's even more difficult, obviously. I, w- I want to share with everyone here that's listening that, uh, uh, after Ari Fold, Hashem Bikom Damo, uh, was murdered, you called, you remember you called me? Yeah. Um, you called me because your heart is your heart and soul is there. It's, uh, I I know that's why I feel like here's Avia there to because But yeah, the Ansbacher. Fa- I I know the Ansbacher family. Uh, they're, they're, I, I know the family. I don't know if I remember her face looks very familiar. I don't know if I really knew her, but the family is known. And when these things are happening, whenever it happens, it kills you. But obviously, right. when it's in your backyard, there's some, another element here of. Shock, disbelief, pain, anger, and unfortunately, the, you get closer to the sense of despair because how could it be? How could it be that we live in a time that something like this can happen where the response is not what it really should be? And I always think that every generation has their own avodazar. At, at times, it was more money. Maybe it was more obviously with with. Psalim, with statues, with idols, maybe sexual immorality. Every door has a different thing that it's it's mamish like a pesa. I think today's avodah zara is being politically correct mm. because uh, if we if we th- I think that it's too much in that consideration plays way too much of a role uh, in terms of how we didn't protect ourselves and how we say listen. We came out of Auschwitz. We're done with that. We're, we're, we're finished with that. And um, I, I hope and pray that, um, like Reb Nassim Breslev has a beautiful tefillah, like, that the tefillah today, should, you know, it's election time, the davening today should be, please send for us a righteous, righteous, worthy leader, one who, who will single-handedly Mashchit, destroy the Avodah Zarah of today. And that is being politically correct. Apparently here in America, you guys have someone that kind of doesn't, it's not really his Avodah Zarah. He's pretty Meshuggah right. in other areas, but but in terms but, of being politically correct, I don't think that's really his thing that he that he struggles with. So correct, but, but but he's mocked for not being politically correct, which is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And there may be no other way to explain the absurdity of it than the way you just put it. There may be no other way to, because it makes no sense otherwise. No sense. So there may be no other way to explain it. And... No um Wow, it's uh, 
we're living through very interesting times, and you must look at the election and you know, either laugh or cry. Like I know that you're praying for a good manhig, a good leader, but knowing the way things work in the Israeli elections, it must be disheartening. It must be so I difficult. think it's exactly what you just said. I laugh and I cry. Right. I, I don't know what other option you have. I laugh and I cry. We know, we know a bunch of people that are running, and they've come to it. Some of them have actually, one of them specifically has come and spoken in the shul. I, I don't know. No one really has any big hopes for anything uh, it, because the, cause the evolution, the revolution now is so clearly needs to be a spiritual one. It needs to be the awakening within the Ruach of the Am. And um, I think it's time that all of us, especially the younger generation, isn't scared to voice that, that the real Bchirot, the real elections, have to do with who's leading us towards back to Yerushalayim. Who's, who's the voice? What's the voice? And I think that we are an orphan generation in that sense that there really isn't anyone anymore that's speaking like that, that's leading like that. And that's why it's making each and every one, it puts the weight on each and every one of us to become manhigim, to become leaders. You know, we mentioned Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach before. Uh, you're, you're familiar, if you, if you in fact know about my conversations with him on the air, this will not be a surprise to you. And I know you know them pretty well. Uh, he had this theory that if he and his chevra went around in two situations. Number one, he always talked about reaching out to non-Orthodox people by just right. spending Shabbos with them wherever they are, right. not forcing them to come to shul, but meeting them in the cafes in Tel Aviv. Okay. He also had a theory that if he and his chever went around to all the Arabs living <clears throat> in different areas of Israel, right. just that personal relationship would change the entire situation. Do you agree with that? He, he, I mean, he really did that. He went to the, he went out, he actually approached, he was very close to Menachem Begin. And to others as well. And after '67, and I think after I think after '73 again, he approached people in, in you know in the Israeli government and said, "Listen, I'm telling you, I have a bunch of like very peaceful, beautiful, full of life younger chevra. They're out in San Francisco. If you fly them out, bring them. We'll go to every village, and we'll we'll come with peace and with love. We'll let them know who the Balabayit is. That he that also said, right. but in that name, he would do it." Um, back, I don't know. I was minus thirteen in nineteen sixty-seven, so I don't know what it was, you know, what what it would have been today. Today's a different story. Today's it may, it may not story. work today. I think today is very. We, we have to it's, forget about them. We have to remember that we're the Baalei Abayit before we go to somebody and try to, you know, welcome them into our home. Right. I think it's a different mahalach today. That's just my personal, you know, limited perception of of the matzav. Shlomo Katz is here. A reminder that tonight he's in Teaneck. Tomorrow morning, a women's event in Woodmere, and then tomorrow night in Woodmere for everyone. This Shabbos, you'll be in L.A. Yeah. Have you decided which shul you'll visit in oh, L.A.? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is my, my chever, actually, is the ones that, that are bringing me out. Um, it's the shul that I was so honored to be part of for many years, the Happy Minion. Oh, this is um, yeah, Yehuda Jeff, Solomon. Jeff. Je- I'm sleeping by Jeff's. Mavish? Je- the Jeff's. <laughs> The, the sausage king. At least at least those are good to eat. No doubt about <laughs> oh, I'm not that. worried about that. Jeff's one Jeff's of my closest. Jeff's the greatest guy. Oh. Oh, Jeff, he really is a tzaddik. I know, I know him very well for over 20 something I, I years. I hear this from everybody about his tzaddikus. It's amazing. You see it on his face. Some people, they, they can't hide their chain. Such a good guy. He, he just has it. So yeah, staying by, staying by Jeff, we have a big Shabbos plan there. And I hope all the chavah that are in L.A. come and join us. And Motzei Shabbos also. Same uh, place? Happy Minion? Yeah, I'll be joined with uh, two of my, my close buddies in the Moshav band. They're going to be with me in Motzei Shabbos. You're not related to Yehuda, are you? No, everyone everyone thinks that right. that uh, we're related. He's, he's also an amazing guy. He was the best. Will you see him over Shabbos? Well, which one are you talking about? Katz, Katz. Katz lives in Tekoa. Ah. 
Yehuda Katz lives in Tukah. I don't Yehuda mean Yehuda Solomon. Katz. I mean Yehuda Solomon. I'm yeah, sorry. Yehuda Solomon. We're, we're You'll in, see Yehuda on... Uh, Yehuda and I are... But we signed each other's ksubas. That's how close we are. I was an aide by him. He was an aide by me. We're very, very, very tight. Yeah. <laughs> it's all mishpacha. The, it's thing, all, the it's things all. you learn here, I'll tell you. Uh, Yehuda, no one, no one davens to Hashem like Yehuda. Yehuda has... We had the pr- uh, pleasure of hearing him on Yontif, of spending Yontif with him. It was an amazing experience. Yehuda, no Baal Musaf like him. Where, where in the... We were Pesach in Puerto Rico, and he was there uh, one year, and it was just amazing. No one davens... No, no, no. I'll actually have the privilege. We're going to be together Pesach this year. Where's that? Rancho Bernardo in San Diego. Wow. We're going to go out. So he'll be with you. Yeah, yeah. Very special. Unbelievable. I'll tell you. Just to to daven with people that are soul brothers. To daven with anyone is special, but to talk to Hashem with people that you know would, are, are, their hearts are open to you, that's really a tzibur. That's, that's a tzibur. That's, that's a community. That's, that's a minion. You know the last time we were together with Yehuda Katz? I mean, meaning us here at JMNAM. Katz or Solomon? No, Katz in Israel. Oh, Katz, yeah. Yehuda Solomon, like I said, was Pesach, right. but Yehuda Katz, he came during the, the we went to Steyrot during the 2014 missiles mm-hmm. to do a Hachnasat Sefer Torah in the oh, wow. Ethiopian shul in Steyrot. Oh, wow. He came to sing. Oh, that's Yehuda. That's Yehuda oh. Katz. Talk about Avas Eretz Yisrael. Did we have a day with him? It was just amazing. He lives and breathes Eretz Yisrael and Avat Yisrael in such a be- unique and beautiful way. And he's in Tekoa. He lives mamish. But behind the Ansbachers, he—that's where he lives. So he knew Uri. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. J.M. and the A.M. with Shlomo Katz. We'll get to another song. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I do remind you that uh, they'll be remembering Uri Ansbacher uh, in a uh, in a um, demonstration today at noon. Everyone's encouraged to be there at the Israeli Consulate, Forty Second Street and Second Avenue in Manhattan. Please be there if you're in the area. Certainly, if you work in the area, I'm sure you heard about this terrible bus accident yesterday oh, in Israel. Yeah, yeah. So our brothers and sisters in Israel go through challenging times, it seems, constantly. And uh, we pray for the safety and security of our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land, something we have to keep in mind all the time, um, and, uh, and make sure to uh, keep them in our hearts and in our minds uh, every moment of the day. J.M.N.M. with Shlomo Katz, who again is in Teaneck tonight and has a whole tour Going on through this week, uh, when you visit Efrat, the name of the synagogue in the Zayat uh, community Shirat is, David. is Shirat David, and uh, he will be at the Happy Minion in LA this Shabbos. He will be he will not be visiting um, uh, Beth Jacob. You uh, maybe just a, you might walk in. Uh, I have a lot of across over that building where my Abba did his magic for many years. Amazing, quite a synagogue, and yeah. still one of the largest in America. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, a great rav there now. Doing beautiful stuff there. I don't remember who's there. Rabbi Top. Oh, yeah, of course, Rabbi Top. Uh, Originally from this area, yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So he's doing great work, and uh, your father's doing well. Everyone's my doing Ava, all right. My Ava. You got me smiling now. My you Ava just celebrated. You don't see him seven, often dude. enough? No, no such thing. Often enough with my father? No. Every it, There's never enough. I got to get him to listen when you're not on. <laughs> he's, when you or Eitan are here, boy, is he he's glued. On, he's he's on. glued. Oh, and it's probably yeah. early in the morning for him. Now, now <laughs> it's, no, he's, he's in Renana. He's in Israel. Oh, he's in Israel now? Yeah, yeah, Baruch Hashem. They're in Renana. <laughs> Just celebrated his 70th. And uh, uh, what a privilege. What a privilege to be, re- to be related to my father. <laughs> I'm honored. I, I still don't believe it sometimes. Really. The composer of one of the iconic, uh, one of the iconic. Your 
or the iconic Chuppah songs, the great Shalom Katz composed Kishoshana, folks. And I mean the real Kishoshana. The real deal. That's right. <laughs> All right, Shlomo, i got to bother you for one more live selection. What can we do for this amazing audience on this sixth of Adar 1? What can we do for everybody? Do you have any, any, any requests? Well, what happens when you go with your group and walk into one of these eternal resting places of a great Hasidic giant? Is there a nigun that's an automatic? Is there a nigun that's always part of the of the visit, or that's very... Great question. Thank you. This past trip, I had a nigun in my head for a few months, and I didn't have words for it. And after going to... We were between the Baal Shem Tov and we were on the bus, and it's hours and hours, and Ukraine, there's nothing to see outside. Because that, that it's a cursed... It's mamish a cursed land, and it's dark, and it's packed. There's Jewish blood everywhere. So there's nothing to see. You got to go really inside to look inside. And um, I had a nigun, like I said, but didn't have words. And after being by the Baal Shem Tov, then going to the Blevitzer these words came down to a nigun that I wrote a few months prior. That are is basically a result of what 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 it means to come in contact with the teachings of these tzaddikim. So this just came down a few months a few weeks ago. All right. Is that cool? Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Okay. Wow, it's so. It's so cool that it always, the tuning here. Your guitar doesn't like to travel. My guitar It is, falls out of tune when you travel. It likes to be an Efrat. That's where your guitar <laughs> likes, likes to be. be doesn't like to travel. <laughs> okay. So this is called, it's basically what happens to a person when they go into their heart. They start asking themselves questions. Simple questions. Without a need for an answer. But allows them to ask. Me ani uma ani vefo efo ani me ani uma. Me, Ani, Uma, 
איפה אני? אוי מי אתה ומה אתה ואיפה ואיפה אתה אוי מי אתה Amazing. Brand new, huh? Give me a bracha to run to the studio fast. Oh, brother, you have our bracha. I can tell you that much. Uh, all right, let's go through some of the comments here. Uh, people listening all around the world. Yitzhak in Silver Spring is tuned in. Listener Zev says, welcome to a JM in the AM. Thank you. Listener Sina says, Boker Toe from Florida. Gary says, welcome to our Tzot Oh, they're welcoming you to America. Thank How do you like much. that? Thank you. Uh, Gary says, love you, Shlomo. Uh, oftentimes, listen, listen to you on the Land of Israel Network. There you go. Uh, listener Howard says, wonderful seeing you now, my dear Chaver. Yitzchak Hillel. Ah, Howard Shrav. Dear Chaver. Devorah says, say hi to uh, David and Sarah Landau. Miriam says, uh, enjoying every minute. Love your music. Uh, Fern says, love from Boynton. You got some fans <laughs> down there. You know that. Oh, of course. The Roths. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it all comes back to Shlomo's family somehow. Uh, Danielle says, awesome show. Um, Fern says, still the favorite auntie. We know that, Fern, of course. Simon says, Nachum, give Shlomo Katz a big hug for me. Well, no choice. Got to give you a big hug now. Simon's out there. Uh, you know him well. Simon, Simon Jacob. Yeah. Uh, Tikva says, I studied with Shlomo's sister at Orot College. Boy, oh, boy, I'll tell you. How many siblings are there? You, Eitan. And then two sisters. Very nice. And they live where? One, Tali, she's finishing three years in Binghamton wow. University. She's doing real amazing Eretz Yisrael Shlichut. Wow. And she's moving back home to Eretz Yisrael this summer to Efrat. Wow. Her and her four children, husband and four children. And my sister, Michal, is my neighbor in Efrat. Very cool. And she works uh, for Rabbi David Aaron, for Israel, for Oraita Yeshiva in the Old City. Of course, city. we know Oraita very well. Yeah. Benny Friedman and company. Benny, yeah. So we just got to get Eitan to Israel. Amen. You wouldn't mind having him around. Wouldn't huh? mind. <laughs> Don't tease me. You gonna see your sister from Binghamton this trip, or that Not, won't, that won't work out? No, no, no. I just no. I wish I could. Last right. a few trips ago, we went up there. Oh, nice. This this trip, I'll I'll see. Please, God, my brother and I will have a few hours tomorrow. But yeah, in and out. And we have a listener who uh, calls himself he. He says he's looking forward to Shlomo Kalbach and Shmot. Now, what did you do? You did Shlomo Kalbach on Breshit. On Breshit. Shmot's well, finished. Shmot is finished. Yeah. Is it out? Not yet. Please God later this year. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, will there be more? Yeah, yeah. There's The rest is... And, and, and you there. did this how? By contacting <laughs> people who... Just in, just for years and years, the, the collecting of the, of the different uh, audio files from all over the world. And the, that archive is up to is thousands and thousands of hours already. Reb Shleim had plenty to say about all the parshas. <sighs> Not everything. When you feel at home with the Torah and you start talking, you open your heart. It Whenever just, I was with him, he had a safer in hand. Always. Eh. People forget that. Always, always, always. So, yeah. 
tell you, there are people who have left us recently who all of a sudden, people who criticized them their whole life are now, you know, giving them tributes. It's happened in the we last week. a big one last week. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's one of the things I mean. Oh, yeah. And Rip it, it broke my heart knowing the way people, certain people, spoke about him in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And then once he passed away, they came out with all the tributes. That's that's, uh, that's life, huh? yeah. I, I saw by uh, Rabbi Chil Ekstein. Yeah. The brother said something by the Hesp, but I couldn't believe it. We have a Shaykh history of Ekstein, too. His daughter was with us on this last trip to the Ukraine. Wow. Yael, she's the one that's really running the whole... The whole yeah, yeah, Yael's now in charge. Right? Yael's in charge. Yael's with us. She took her daughter on the bat mitzvah, for a bat mitzvah trip to, to the Ukraine. At the Hesp, Not Disneyland? <laughs> Can you believe I mean, that? you're a California <laughs> kid. Isn't that the Can trip for the bat mitzvah? Uh, Come on. <laughs> Hashem, 12-year-olds wanting to go to Rabbi Nachman. Unbelievable. So at the funeral, the brother said, he, I forget who he quoted, but he said, you know, every morning we say, When you have something new, when you have something really strong and new to bring into the world, somehow, I don't know why it's like this, but it's inevitable. It's, it's, it's bomb. You're going to cause a stir. What did I say? If you're being criticized, you're doing something right. Yeah, People do say that. Uh, what else do we, okay, so I asked you about the uh, Schmoes, and then I have people on my app who are desperate to know where you'll be in Teaneck and if it's open to the public. Oh. Do we know yet? Where, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. where is it tonight? Um, and is it open to the public? It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this seems to be a, a big concern for some of our yes. listeners, which I, I don't blame them. Yeah, let's find this. Uh, it's actually at the, I, I love small events. Right. I love, I love the intimacy. Tonight I'm going to be by uh, a childhood best friend who lives in, who lives in Teaneck now, and um, someone from LA, uh, originally from LA, now lives in Teaneck, four seventy two West Englewood Avenue. Nice, eight PM. Can we say the name of the family or not? Um, I don't know, but okay. yeah, I'd have to ask him. The address it up. Now that we've revealed the address, four seven two West Englewood <laughs> Avenue. Um, there is a pre, you know, there's there's definitely there's only a few conditions you have to come in. Tonight with uh, either a Ratzon to do Tshuva Shlema, open heart, or just wanting to breathe Eretz Yisrael. That's, that's the condition. So you don't need a letter from Moshe Weinberger. That's <laughs> not a requirement. No, Although it might help, it right? Might, it might, it'll, it'll always get you somewhere, but yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you don't necessarily have to be in the other spirit. You just have to be thinking of Israel. You have to, uh, Eretz Yisrael. That, that's, what, what else are we trying to do in this world? What else are we going? Where are we going? We're Lech Lecha We're going home. You must look at people like me with tremendous criticism oh, and, and, and derision. Uh, we have an opportunity. You know, you know what it's like. You know, there's there, you know there's some famous books of the of the Navi of the prophets, where people decided, even though their leaders encouraged them to go to Israel, the people decided it's it's just not right for them, and the majority of them did not go. Today, where living in Israel is probably the easiest it's been since been, since Bayit Rishon, right? Probably probably the easiest it's been to live in Israel since the time of the first temple. I would I would argue that. I think you're right. Certainly in your neighborhood. I think you're right. Certainly in your neighborhood yeah. since since yeah. the time of the first temple, and and people like myself, uh, you know. I want to tell you something. I never met a yid that decided to move to Eretz Yisrael and he met, went there and he made it there because he felt judged. A yid has to move to Eretz Yisrael because he hears lech lecha. Reb Shlomo said he once said you can never. How do you how do you understand a guy that's eating treif in Tel Aviv never left Eretz Yisrael a totally Israeli. But he has the he has the lech, he lives in Eretz Yisrael, and then you have 
that knows, you know, but Eretz Yisrael is not really part of the passion of his, of his, of his Yiddishkeit, of his life. Because hearing Lech Lecha is a matnas chinam. It's a gift. So your father heard Lech Lecha? At the age of 14 from Argentina. And he spent three weeks on a boat to get back to, to get to Eretz Yisrael. He yeah. gets Schar Halicha. Oh boy. Oh boy. For you, what is it, 10 hours on a plane? <laughs> from Esk- with, I, with a couple of meals and please, a lot of good sleep? <laughs> please. Joke. Uh, all right, so we, and then listener Josh Goldstein says, such a treat, Miss Yuachi. I assume Oh, Yeshua, yes, yes. Oh, the, such great people. Oh, and our good friend Yuval Wurzberger says, great to see you two together. Yuval's a Gaval, no? Yuval Davin's in our show. Mamash, he yeah. was at my Shabbos table like six Yuval, weeks ago. Yuval Davin, I just saw him Shabbos. You know that he has connections to the Lower East Side. I didn't know. His wife is from the Lower East Side. Ah, there you go. Ita learns with us. Mama, yes, yes. you must send regards. I will. I will. Ita learns she was the us. flower girl at my wedding. <laughs> Ita learns a beautiful family, beautiful kinderach. Unbelievable. Yeah, he, Yuval Zagaval, we had such a good time with him. He's great. His brother, too. Dan, great chevron. <sighs> Shlomo, we're so connected. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. I Just love incredible. It. What can I tell you? Hatzlacharabah to you. Continued Hatzlacharabah. To you, too. Just amazing what you're doing for people. And the the connection they feel. Um, there are I, I know I keep harping on this, but there are how many destinations in the Ukraine? You you, you would go to how many different? We go to Medjibush by the Baal Shem Tov, Reb Levi Yitzchak in Berdichev, Reb Natan, Reb Natan, Reb Nachman's biggest pupil in in the town of Breslov, and Uman, and Rabbi Nachman, and um, we've gone to Anapoli where the Rebbe Reb Zusha and the Magid of Mizrich are buried. Pinchas of Karts. Why is it so difficult for me to get inspiration from from cemeteries? I don't know why. Um, I'm trying to figure out what it is that you. I go to the Rebizoel. Have uh, you been there to the Rebizoel? I'm going to be there in like an hour and a half, actually. Emmis? Yeah. Again, Cohen, but they're 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 ways. Yeah, to, they actually right, they're ways it. to handle yeah, it, right? Yeah. yeah. And it is an it, it's a good experience, but mostly because my father was close with him, mm-hmm. so I feel this. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm going to somebody who who knew me or understood me or certainly you know, the previous generation, right? I don't know if I'd feel the same way at Breslov. Well, we, we, Am I lacking something, Shlomo Tom? <laughs> so be my psychologist for a moment. Am I lacking something, yes or no? <laughs> In general, I don't <laughs> You seem pretty good to me, but, you know, the, where does it come from, Michal, to go? Right. Where does it come from? Right. So it comes from a very, very and why not reliable to, And why source? not stay at Avram Yitzchak Yaakov? Why, why travel thousands of miles it's to Chutzler? It's a good question. Yeah. Listen, it happens to be that the teachings of the people that we go to have been the teachings that have cracked open the hearts of this generation. Push it. Right. But where does it come from? Kolov ben Yifuna, when he goes to Eretz Yisrael. Right. It's Kolov ben Yeshua that has saved from the, from the horrible, mm-hmm. you know, what happened with the Miraglim. Where did Kolov go? <clears throat> Yeshua, we know. The Mara, no? Yeah. He goes to Davin by Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov right. to be saved from the bad council. He didn't go to Breslov or Uman. <laughs> or, well, that's the best say, right? Yeah. <laughs> we go, listen, we go in Eretz Yisrael too, but it's, 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 it's just one thing. There's a lot of other things we do, you know? Right. It just happens to be something that when you go out of your comfort zone, especially I like to go in the winter because you think this is cold. Right. But in the Ukraine now, oh my gosh. Well, I see the videos. You're oh, teaching, sh- you're in the shuls, you're shaking. teaching. It's not just standing at the cemetery. You're, oh, you're, you're standing doing at the so cemetery is actually... Right, it's a very part small part, right? No, a lot of learning. Right, to learn in the shul. I, I, the I like watching your videos. Oh, thank you, Nachum. Thank you so much. The shul or the Baal Shem Tov, to talk to Hashem to stand there and talk about talk about Hashem in those places and the love of Hashem and the Hasidus, the the inspiration, the the Hislavus, the whole. It know. just seems that we we reached a place that 
people can't ignore their neshamas anymore. Right. They can't ignore the basic questions that, that the souls have. Have you been to Uman on Rosh Hashanah? <clears throat> yeah, I went once. As, as a married person with no, a family? No, no, no. I was single. I was 19. Uh, it was 2000. Right. I was 19 years ago, yeah. Right. Back then, there was no running water, all of Yantiv. Right. Today, I mean, it's a different story. Right. Today, you have five-star hotels in Oman. Right. Would you go as a married person or not? Right now in my in my life, I have the sh- you know right. I, I'm with with the shul. Well, I you know you know why I'm asking you. Yeah, I know because, because <laughs> you know single people going, I get, but I don't understand why someone would leave their children for yuntif and actually go. But but again, that's just something I wouldn't do. Right. Well, yeah. You know, honestly, you have to learn inside the sugya, and you have to look at these things from the inside of what the whole mahalach is about. From the outside, it looks very peculiar, right. and fact, leaving Eretz Israel also looks peculiar. Uh, definitely, but when you learn inside what what the Indian is all about and the Personal, he's conscious that you feel too. Right. Rabbi Nachman, it's a, it becomes. Al tadunet Miguel Makomo, and because you never get to his makom, you can't judge. Yeah, yeah. but I don't think you're judging. I think you're. I think you're wondering. I'm wondering, and I'm curious. You're wondering, and, I, and, 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 and I'm also curious about the numbers that that so many people do. It is unbelievable. I mean, could it be a hundred thousand people there? For uh, not, not, Twenty thousand, thirty thousand. Oh no, it's like sixty. I 60, think it's like sixty thousand. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Anyway, Baruch Hashem. Yeah, but it's time for everyone just to come home to Eretz Yisrael. Eh, Uman's a special. All these places are special, but Habaita. Is that what you're going to be doing this week? You're going to be schlepping people from L.A. and Chicago back to Israel? Uh, a part of them, I hope. You know, I, I hope. I hope I hope a part of them. You know, I don't know. Nothing gives me greater pleasure than when someone says that part of the reason they made Aliyah is because of the way we speak on this show. That's beautiful. So you must be... That's beautiful. I'm sure you hear that, though. I'm sure you have you have inspired people to actually make the move and to and to think daily about Israel which must be an amazing feeling. I I think that the, I think that's that's the oxygen of today. Like to really say that you're in you have a you have a, a lively relationship with the Rebbeinu but Eretz Israel is not part of it. It just seems to me that right. it's almost impossible. Is there anything you look forward to when you come to America aside from family and and having Jeff's uh, sausage? <laughs> is there anything else that you you're like, you know, I can't wait to get to America just to have this or see this or be part of this. I mean, of I know. Of course, Target. Target's the place. Uh, Target, of course. <laughs> uh, and how long will you spend the Target? I already went, actually, you, about you an ready, hour you, after you, I landed. You did the Target <laughs> run already? Target, yes. You called your wife and said, I just want you to know the most important part of the trip is I'm taking giving Adus right now. I FaceTime with my wife about an hour after I landed, and we went through the women's. I love me looking the way I do, going through the women's section and taking you know, videos and pictures. And yeah. you have all daughters, I, right? I, so the whole thing, my house is so pink, by the way. My mom like... So You're an go- outsider, <laughs> practically. <laughs> yeah, so that's all done. No, but I'll tell you the truth. The privilege, <laughs> I, I find it incredible that I've gotten to be touched by so many people in my life. That I get to meet so many people and I'm touched by them. To me, that's the greatest godly revelation aside from my family in this world. Can't thank you enough for being here. I'm thank so glad that this now. finally worked. Me too. It's been a while. Enjoy all the places, <laughs> the entire list. Enjoy Teaneck, Woodmere, L.A., Chicago. Uh, keep spreading the incredible inspiration that you spread about Aretz, about Eretz Israel, and, of course, about uh, being Ovdeh Hashem, being servants of the one above. It's just amazing what you do. The one and only Shlomo Katz, everybody. This video will be available forever, I'm proud to say. Facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. Facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network, obviously on our archives on the NachumSiegel.com website, and uh, I look forward to seeing you in Eretz Yisrael. Oh, the Tiferet song, Because of Your Daughter, or it's a coincidence? Because of your daughter. Oh, two daughters. Tiferet, and then my second daughter's name is Ora Menucha. So the Pasuk there is, 
Tiferet Ata Liyom HaMenucha. So they're both in this. They both got in. But now I have an Ahava and a Liba. I have to get, have to get going. All right. So. I'm sure while they wait, we'll play this song. Shlomo Katz on a very special live music alert Monday at JM in the AM. That was my conversation with Shlomo Katz, who joined us for a live music alert day recently on JM in the AM. You heard him on the JM Rewind right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. That wraps up our show for this week. Make sure to be tuned in every single week to JM Rewind, and thanks for tuning in to NSN.